0: Gloria. Well, welcome everybody to the Doctor Matters podcast. I was reading today in First Timothy chapter one, and I got down to a part of this text where Paul begins to give us his testimony and who he was, and the things that he went through, and and who he used to be before becoming a Christian. Now, one of the things really struck me, and it's one of the things that I think we should remind ourselves of often. If we're honest, I think we can get a little bogged down and not remember what the Word says and, and what we used to be, who we used to be. And we see this in Paul here in this text. It's one simple verse, and that's 1 Timothy 1.15. But it would do us well as believers, I believe, to remind ourselves of this on a daily basis because if we're honest we can let our sin frustrate us and it should don't get me wrong it should frustrate us but we can become uh we can start to become like um people who just are like zombies almost and it, we can let this thing crush us although again our sin should crush us. Please don't hear me say it shouldn't, but we can find ourselves so distraught by our sin that we feel like we're no good for the kingdom, that God doesn't love us anymore, and we feel like we have to work our way back out of whatever mistake we've made, back into the loving and caring arms of God, and work our way back into good graces with Him, And I don't see that in scripture. I don't think that when we sin, we have to work ourselves back into righteous, a righteous standing. I believe that we already are righteous in Christ. We see that in the great exchange. We know that we have imputed our sin to Christ and he imputes to us his righteousness. So, We are righteous in the sight of God. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning, but sometimes our sin can really weigh us down, the guilt and the shame. And I think if we would just help ourselves remember this, and really get ourselves back on track with following Christ, being obedient to the Word, it would help. But listen to this verse. I came across it. I've read it a hundred times or more. And uh, it just really hit me again today and, and just helped me think that we should probably remind ourselves of this passage every day. Now, this is Paul's testimony again, but listen to what he says. He says, the saying is trustworthy. This is First Timothy one fifteen. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. That's you and I. Paul goes on to say that he is the worst of all sinners. Now, you might think, just like I may think sometimes, that I am the chief of sinners. I am the worst of the worst. I am a terrible sinner. And if that's the way you think of yourself, you're right. I'm a terrible sinner as well at times. And I need forgiveness. I need the grace of God. The beautiful thing is that... The Bible tells us in, in 1 John 1, 9 that he is faithful and just to forgive us if we ask for forgiveness, and he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So we are sinners in need of grace and mercy and forgiveness, and the Bible says in Christ we get that from God the Father. But I think it would also be just wise for us to remember that Christ didn't come in this world to condemn the righteous— but to save sinners, make them righteous, and therefore we now live out from under the condemnation, the wrath of God. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, but then we can look at the scriptures and say, well, does the Bible teach that we can just live however we jolly will please when that's the case? Absolutely not. By no means, Paul says, we should not continue in sin just so grace may abound. But what we can hold on to and what we can remember is Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. To die for sinners, that is really something that we can hang on to, something that can motivate us daily, something that should come to our minds and think, you know, I am no longer under condemnation. I'm no longer under the wrath of God. I have been positionally sanctified. I am no longer going to experience the wrath when I die because the wrath has already been experienced for me in Christ. So we can really begin to let our sin blind us to keep us from doing what we know we should do as believers. And I think that we get so caught up in our mess that we forget that God has forgiven us and he will forgive us and his mercies are new every morning. So we get into this routine of just feeling like, well, I'm, I'm no good to the kingdom. I'm no good to Christ. I'm no good to the people around me. I'm no good to my church. Uh, but we have to see that the man that wrote most of the New Testament felt the same way and said this about himself. If we were to look back in Romans chapter 7, we see Paul wrestling with sin. He does what he don't want to do. He don't do what he does want to do. He says, oh, wretched man that I am. And this is uh, the converted Paul saying this. So I think it would do us well to always remember that Christ died to save you. If you're in Christ, if you're a Christian, he died to save you. He came to this earth, he lived a perfect life. He was beaten, he was scourged, he was uh, put this cross on his back and made to walk up the up the hill and then there he was nailed to this cross and He died there and was buried, and then three days later, he rose again. He ascended back on high, and he is coming back to judge the living and the dead. So we need to remember what Christ has done for us, that he came into this world to save sinners like you and I, not to— keep us in our guilt and our shame, but to free us from that, to deliver us from that so that we can walk in newness of life, so that we can, when we do sin, we repent and we continue to walk in faithfulness and continue to submit ourselves to the Lordship of Christ and be obedient to his word. And I think if we would just remember that, that we are sinners saved by grace Christ Jesus himself came to die for sinners like you and I. I think we would do well to remember that, and I think that we would find ourselves with more joy Joy is one of those things that seems to be fleeting at times, but joy is also one of those things that Paul himself in Philippians tells us that we should have as believers. We Philippians is full of rejoicing, even in our suffering, even when we have much, we can be content in all things. And um, just the whole book of Philippians and the whole Christian life is about joy, and we should have that. But joy for the Christian, although it shouldn't be, is fleeting because We ride our emotions way too much. I think the way we feel, the way uh, that we think, I think it gets us in trouble many times. And we get in this cloud and we don't have the joy that the Bible teaches that we should have as believers. Just the fact alone that we are no longer under any kind of wrath or condemnation should bring us so much joy, and when we do sin, yes, we should be grieved because we have sinned against a holy and perfect God, and the Holy Spirit will convict us as believers that we have sinned, but we should not lose joy in the midst of that because we know that we as believers can be forgiven for that sin, and we can walk following Christ, walk in righteousness, walk in holiness, walk in obedience, and we just have to repent of that sin and keep going, not just not let it weigh us down, not let us be bogged down by the weight of our sin and the, the guilt and the shame and all those things, but walk in the newness of life with joy. And if we would just think that, if we would also think that Christ died for me, then it would a lot of the times keep us from heading down these roads and paths of sin that we find ourselves in. So, we would think Christ died for us or Christ died for me specifically. He took the beating, he took the scourging, he took all the floggings, he took the beard plucks, he put the he took the crown of thorns. He took all of these things for me and to think that and then to continue on in a sin is essentially Stepping over a bloodstained cross to do what we want to do and turning our backs on the Lord. So if we can continually keep this in the forefront of our mind, the things that Christ went through on our behalf, I think it would help us understand that. We should have joy, number one, and maybe it will help us in our daily lives. Before we give in to any kind of sin, we can think back to the cross. We can think back to everything that Jesus did for us. And we can find ourselves potentially and hopefully not giving into that sin and worshiping the triune God through all of this because it's only by the grace of God that any of us are saved. But let us always remember that we look back at the sacrifice that Christ made. Let's remember that when you do sin, don't wade in the guilt and shame. Repent of that sin and get back in obedience to Christ, submitting to his word and have that joy that the Bible talks about. I hope this has been some help to you. This is just a simple reminder in the Christian life to have joy and to not be bogged down by the weight of our guilt and our sin and our shame, but to repent of that and walk in that newness of life that Christ has given us only through him. So I know this is short, shorter than most times, that's okay. There's nobody that says these things have to be a certain amount of time anyway. So until next time, God bless.